0: game. Hi, I'm Kelsa Dickey, the CEO of the Financial Coach Academy and my financial coaching business, Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. My coaching journey began more than a decade ago with me helping people for free from my dining room table. What was once a little business of mine has grown into a seven-figure company that employs a team of people. My goal is simple, to help you fall more and more in love with financial coaching. I believe financial coaching is the most rewarding way to make a living. If you are an aspiring financial coach or have been coaching for years, I'm here to help you create a business you love that gets your clients massive results. Let's get to it. Hey, financial coaches. I am so jazzed for this episode. Episode 17, Financial Coaching 101, Your Coaching Framework. I don't know about you, but when I first had this thought of becoming a financial coach, I had this image. This image was that I would sit with a client, I would explain how money works, or I would say that this way of doing things with money was like the smart way of doing it, and they would see exactly what I meant, and they would... Start taking action right away and like, voila, this beautiful transformation would happen. It would be amazing. They would love me. They would get amazing results. We'd hug and it would be incredible. What I imagined in my brain was more or less teaching, unfortunately. I didn't know what coaching was, not in real life, practical application of it. And listen, if that sounds like you, that is okay. It was certainly me. And I was able to help a lot of people even with that approach. And you can and will too. But I am a financial coach. The name of this podcast is Financial Coach Academy, and the name of my business is called Financial Coach Academy. What I know and love is financial coaching, so that is what I love talking about. Not financial education, not uh, financial counseling, not financial advising, but financial coaching. Emphasis is on the coaching. The emphasis is not on the financial I think about what my perspective was when I first had this thought of becoming a financial coach or really just sitting down with people and helping them with their money. There were really only a few people that I could look to at that time. There were not any other financial coaches that I knew, and names like Susie Orman or Dave Ramsey were really all the people out there who were doing this work. I used to listen to both of their programs religiously. I read all of their books. Um, I mean, I have not truthfully picked up one of their books in about 10 years. so I' not any of their recent books if they have new ones. but you know back in the day, I definitely followed them both religiously. And when I first started my business, I genuinely thought like what Dave Ramsey did was financial coaching, but I was wrong. and I genuinely thought what both of them did was financial coaching. but I was wrong. I thought that since what those people were saying made sense to me at the time that it would make sense for everyone. and again, I was wrong. Once I embraced more of a coaching versus teaching approach during my coaching sessions, I was able to help a lot more people. But here's the thing. The help looked a lot more like transformation and growth. Whereas before I adopted a coaching sort of approach, the results looked more like a client gaining knowledge and understanding. Both really good, right? But we want to lean more towards coaching in this podcast. So today we're going to discuss coaching from a foundational perspective. This is your beginner coaching workshop. Think about it like that, this episode. The next episode, we're going to go even more in depth. And I'm going to talk about coaching as a skill inside of the framework I'm going to give you today. So today I'm going to give you a framework. Next uh, episode, I'm going to give you a coaching model to use inside of this framework. And then in episode 19, we're going to explore what great coaching looks like and sounds like and also what it does not look like or sound like. Then episode 20, uh, well, you're just going to have to wait and see what episode 20 is all about. It's a little bit of a secret until it drops, so stay tuned for that. And then episode 21, I'm actually going to guide you through a specific coaching concept so that you can see all of these theories from the f- the next few episodes in action. Okay, so we're going to make it really practical. We're going to tie it all together. So we're going to start a little bit basic. We're going to get deeper and deeper as we go, and then we're going to apply it in a real-life example in the final Episode of the series, which is episode twenty-one. So I do want to be, you know, honest about something that across these five episodes, we are going to be talking about some pretty abstract concepts. I am really hoping that I'm able to talk about these things in a way that is digestible for you. The amount of time that it took me to prepare these episodes, these notes for these episodes was insane, but it's because this topic feels really important to me. It feels very important to me to get this right, to articulate these concepts in a way that makes sense to you. And so I really hope that I'm able to accomplish that. But I do also suspect that for some of you, you may want to listen to these episodes a few times through. And so I just wanted to give you a heads up about that. Like I said, I did not fully understand what coaching was when I first started, so let's start by just exploring that. Coaching is helping a client navigate the development needed to reach a certain outcome. We as the coach are facilitating this process. We're guiding the client. We're supporting them through the process. We are not controlling the process. We are leading and facilitating. Coaching is helping a person as they become the person who creates a certain outcome for themselves. You as the coach are likely already that person. You've developed certain knowledge. You've gained understanding. You have a certain level of awareness. You have a particular skill set to make decisions a certain way with your money. But coaching is not about you. Coaching is about the client. Okay, Having a client who does things because you said to is not coaching. Coaching is empowering clients to make decisions because they choose to right? So I know I didn't fully understand that when I first started. And what I needed was a bit of a framework in order to apply financial coaching specifically to different sessions or different concepts that I wanted to do with clients. And we're going to talk about that framework. But first, I want to talk about why I think this is so important. I think financial coaching is unique because it's both technical and analytical, but it's also really creative. With financial coaching, there are ways that money works. There are things you're allowed to do and things that would be considered illegal, right? As a result, with financial coaching, there is this educational or like fact-based approach to what we do, which is slightly different than something like life coaching, which I will explore in a whole new episode, the differences between life coaching and financial coaching. In other words, there is a technical aspect to money and therefore to financial coaching where the accuracy of the information does matter. Okay, but financial coaching is also creative. It's fluid and it's based on what is best for the client. In other words, there are a whole bunch of things where there is not a right and wrong way to do things. There are a whole bunch of right ways. And where most financial professionals get it wrong and where I got it wrong really early on when I started was confusing these two things, saying that a client must do something one way in order to be good with money, when in fact they could... Essentially choose from like a variety of paths to take. All of them would still indicate that the client is good with money, right? And coaching is helping them navigate that choice. And it's not based on what we, the coach, thinks is best, but what the client deems is best for them, okay? I realized really early on that, like I was saying, I needed a process to help navigate these two things, the analytical and the creative, the objective and the subjective side of what we do. And so I created one. The only place you will see this framework that I'm about to outline in this episode is in the Financial Coach Academy course itself and inside of the Financial Coaching Toolkit, and now officially this episode. So this is my financial coaching method. I simply ask that if you share it or use it, you simply give credit. So let's dive in. Financial coaching, um, if we were to break it down into sort of three steps, this is a three-step framework, education, application, and commitment. Education, application, and commitment. Education is like gaining new knowledge, learning something new. It's information-based. It's circumstances. It's data and facts, okay? The application phase, for the client, this means – This is where they apply the knowledge to their life from the education phase. This is where they apply the knowledge from the education phase to their situation. They learn how they're going to handle certain changes or strategies compared to others. This is where they figure out what that information means for them specifically. This is where we help them figure out what they think of it. This is where they learn to trust themselves, where they learn new skills. We can only learn so much by consuming knowledge, right? We know that. We talk about that a lot in these episodes on this podcast. So the application phase, one way to think about it is learning by doing. Okay. And then the third phase commitment, now that the client has learned something new and they've discovered precisely what that means for them right? What they think of that information, what do they want to do about it? That's the commitment phase. You will likely find that you are toggling back and forth with clients between the various phases of this process. It's not a linear step one, step two, step three kind of framework. Um, There is a dance because that is how continuous learning works for all of us. There's growth and then learning and then more growth and more learning, right? So we use this framework For just about every topic that we coach clients on, yes, it is going to take longer, it is faster to just answer someone's question, but that is not coaching. That's financial education. Answering the question flat out might be easier or faster, but... I believe financial coaching is not going for the easy approach. We're going for the best approach. We're going for the transformative approach. And that's what financial coaching is. So I want to take some time to explore these three phases more in depth. Let's talk about the education phase. Education involves both you the coach learning and the client learning. So what are you learning in the education phase? Your focus should be on learning where the client's current understanding is. What do they currently believe to be true? What do they currently know about this topic? For this phase, you can ask questions like, what's been your understanding of this concept before now? What's your experience with home buying? Let's say you have a client who wants to buy their first home or wants to buy their first investment property. You could ask them, what's your experience been with this before now, right? Um, What have you heard about blank or what do you think about this just right now before we really dive into it? Tell me your initial thoughts about it. Tell me what you know to be true or what you believe to be true right now. You could also ask them what is their definition of something. Oftentimes I'll explain something to a client and then I'll ask before we even dive in anymore to tell me what they think of that. So we'll talk about just like a general definition of something and I'll ask them, so tell me what that means for you, right? I am gaining an understanding, foundational understanding of what the client's current understanding is of something before we move on. The education phase also looks like, you know, here's some foundational knowledge about this topic. Here's some statistics. Here's how a particular process works. Here's um you know, some various options or strategies that you could consider exploring. A person, let's say, wants to renovate their house. So here's an example for you. They could save and pay cash. They could do a cash out refi. They could put it all on a credit card. They could do a personal loan from the bank. They could do a home equity loan. Now, I am not saying, Coach, that all of these are great options. I'm saying they're all simply options right? Let's say that you personally, as the coach, believe that paying cash for renovations is the way to go. So you go straight to that strategy when you're coaching the client. Then a month later, the client, um, their friend asks them, why did you do a refi? Rates are so low right now. And the client has no idea why. The client just chose the option that you told them to choose. They didn't actually even know that there were other options. They just went that route because you told them it was the best one, but they don't fully understand it for themselves. Do you think, when they're asked that question and they don't know the answer, do you think that that client feels empowered and confident in that moment? Or do you think they could possibly experience some doubts or worries about the way they went about their home renovations? And it's not because they made the wrong decision, it's because there wasn't a conversation about all all of the other options, the pros and cons, and maybe why one of these was better for them than the others. Talking with clients about why certain options aren't the best and helping them to understand that is just as important as discussing the right option with them. Think of the education phase as ensuring that you and the client have a solid understanding from which to work from. You're assessing their baseline so that you can meet them where they're at. This is crucial because if you don't know what your client, excuse me, currently knows or thinks, then, and your job is to meet them where they're at, how do you know what you need to explain to them? Your job is to meet them where they're at. How do you know where that is if you don't start by asking some questions to gain that awareness, right? The education phase phase serves as your foundation of understanding for both you and the client. Okay, It's your solid foundation. Think of it that way. The application phase after you've done that is when we take the concepts and we help the client to apply them in some way to their life. I like to think of this phase as making what we just discussed relevant to the client we're taking something that may be from like a theory or general knowledge a general concept and we're making it more applicable we're making it more relevant and we're making it more specific to this particular client sitting in front of us okay this is the difference to me this is one of the places where coaches add the most value because there is not a shortage of financial education out there a client can google All of those options, cash out, refi, home equity loans, personal loan from the bank, all of that information is out there. Where a client oftentimes needs help is figuring out which one of those options is best for them based on their particular scenario, right? So the application phase is now that you've learned something new, what does this mean for you, the client? Right Now that you kind of understand the general concept, let's talk about what this would actually look like, feel like, and be for you specifically. This is when we are encouraging the client to take action. But here's the thing. Doing nothing is an action. Their action step, the client's choice could be that they want to wait before making a decision, or they want to take some time to gather a little bit more information, or they want to wrap their brain around what something might look or feel like for them Before They make a decision before the commitment phase, right? So an action could be hopefully you learned this from this podcast. We end every, you know, episode with reflection questions. So an action could be answering some reflection questions. It could also be steps for them to take, or homework that you give them. Action could look like doing an analysis on any of the options discussed during the education phase, so that we can clearly see how each one of those options would play out for this particular client. So this is when you might be like really analyzing a bunch of things. Like, what would this look like? Let's play out this option. Like, where would we be one year from now if you did it this way, five years from now if you did it this way? And then you do the exact same sort of thing for another option. And that's the application phase, right? So think about it as like we're taking it from a general concept, and we're actually applying it to what this person's situation would relate to, okay? The application phase is an experimental phase. We do things and we talk about any observation that they may have had. Maybe they go talk to someone or they go somewhere and ask some questions. Maybe they go to their banker and they ask some questions about the qualifying for a personal loan or what rates would be or something like that, right? And then they're coming to their next session and I'm saying, how did that go? How did that feel? What did you learn? Or what are some observations that you had when you took this baby step towards this option? Right. Each time the client applies something, it's going to have both intended and unintended consequences. In the application phase, we're paying close attention to those effects. We're going to talk about them. We're going to refine and adjust and apply some more. Okay. The client is still learning in this phase, and I cannot stress that enough. We all learn by doing. Learning in this phase, though, is less about the facts or statistics or knowledge, like in the education phase, but the morning, the learning is more like, what do they think about it? What do they think of it? How might it look or feel for them if they made a particular decision or if they went about a particular financial move? And it's also about gaining self Self awareness at this phase of things, which is also really important learning and development for our clients to obtain, right? That's what the financial, excuse me, the application phase is all about. Once we have done that, and again, typically the application phase can take a a number of sessions depending on how complex the decision is that the client is facing, we then move into the commitment phase. So now that you've learned something new and you figured out what you think of it and how or why it's relevant to you, what do you want to do about it? All right. Do you want to set a goal around this? That is one form of making a commitment. Do you want to continue a new habit that you formed during this process? Do you want to revisit this again either sometime in the near future, like in the next couple of months, or in the next year or two? Are you ready to make a committed decision around this area of your finances or around this area of your life maybe they want to revisit this exercise once per year that is true for a lot of the exercises we do with clients they love it so much that they want to check in with that particular activity that concept once per year just to see how as they change and grow over their personal lives how that affects their answers to some of the questions that we do with them Maybe they want to make actual changes to what they're spending money on right now. That would be a step that some people take. Maybe they want to celebrate. Maybe they feel really great about the things that they're doing with their money, and they're going to treat themselves to some sort of reward. And you doing this exercise with them, whatever that concept is, actually help them to realize that they're doing a lot of things right. And maybe the commitment that they want to make is to acknowledge that and to celebrate that. All of those are ways of bringing closure to the concept or the skill or the habit that the client just acquired by making a commitment of like, what do I want to do with this new knowledge that I've gained, this new self-awareness that I've gained, the way I've applied this to my life? Do I want to just do it one time and never do it again? Or do I want to continue this new habit under the form of a new commitment? Now that they've learned new knowledge and they've discovered exactly what that means for them specifically, what do they want to do about it? That is the commitment phase of the coaching framework that we use. So, education, application, and commitment are your three initial phases. This is sort of like foundational, remember? Coaching, actual coaching happens inside of all three phases, okay? We're going to dive more into how to coach inside of this framework on next week's episode. Coaching especially happens in the application phase. Um, This is when your clients are applying what they're learning. And when they do that, any number of things could come up. Maybe they don't go through with what they said they would do or wanted to do. Maybe they did follow through, but they didn't like the outcome. Maybe they followed through and loved the outcome. That's still an outcome that we want to talk about. So what do you want to do about this going forward, right? Um, Maybe they followed through and liked the outcome, but they didn't enjoy the process at all. And they are telling you right out the gate that it is simply not sustainable for them to continue doing long term. These are all scenarios that you will want to know how to navigate as a coach, right? And that's what we're going to discuss in next week's episode inside of this framework. I'm going to give you a model for coaching so that you can use it no matter what type of situation you face face as you are both educating your clients, helping them to apply and make decisions, and then make a commitment around the decisions that they're making inside of the framework we talked about in this episode. And I think the reflection questions for this next set of episodes are really important because coaching is all about figuring out what you think of something and how that is impacting how you feel and how that impacts the actions that you take. In order to honor the coaching philosophy, I like to end every episode with a question for you to ponder, to reflect on, or simply consider for yourself. The purpose is to deepen your awareness or help you gain clarity on the episode topic. It also creates the opportunity for you to share your thoughts with me. I'd love to hear from you. If you are watching on YouTube, drop a comment with your answer to today's question. If you're listening via any podcast player around, take a screenshot of the episode, share it on your social media, along with your thoughts to this question, and make sure you tag me at Financial Coach Academy or at Coach Kelsa on Instagram. So here is your reflection question, Coach. I want you to think about a couple of the coaching sessions you've had recently. Now that you know this framework, can you think through how you could have applied this framework to those sessions? Had you known this at the time? So reflect on a few of your recent coaching um, sessions and see if you can identify when there was an educational phase, when there was the application phase, and when it was sort of a commitment conversation that you were having. See if you can identify that and see if you could have applied that if it wouldn't have made the conversation or the takeaways for the client just that much more relevant and sort of applicable for them. Okay. next episode, like I said, we're going to continue this conversation and talk about practical coaching skills that you'll use inside of this framework. We're taking this conversation even deeper, episode by episode, for a little bit. Thank you for joining me on this journey of growth. I believe financial coaching is the best and most rewarding way to make a living. I truly love what I do. If you are ready to learn and see how to become a profitable, successful financial coach, check us out at financialcoachacademy.com to learn more about our online courses, free trainings. We have one coming up in just a couple of days and our events. As always, I love hearing from you too. If you have any questions for the podcast, submit them at financialcoachacademy.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. As of today's recording, we have 15 ratings on Apple Podcasts and I would love to get to 30. So you can help me achieve that by leaving me a rating. If that's where you're listening to me right now, it would mean the world to me. I will see you next week, Coach.